1: الحمد لله الحمد لله ثم الحمد لله الحمد لله الذي هدانا لدين الإسلام وما كنا لنهتدي لولا أن هدانا الله واشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد يؤتي الملك من يشاء وينزعه ممن يشاء بيد الخير إنه على كل شيء قدير أن محمدًا عبد الله ورسوله صلى May all the praise be to Allah, the One who guided us to this deal of Islam, and I witness that Allah is the only God. He is the only One who provides life, the One who provides death, the One who installs people in authority, and the One who removes them away. The one who provides dignity and humiliation, the one who provides victory and support for the believers. And I witness that Muhammad be the peace and the blessings of Allah be upon him and upon his descendants until the day of judgment. He had received the revelation from Allah and that he had conveyed the message of Islam in the best manner a man can ever do. In the Quran, Allah Azza wa Jal talks about the Ummah of Islam. The role of the Ummah, the functionalities of this Ummah. In a few ayat. One of these ayat Allah says Kuntum Ummatin nas." you were the best Ummah delivered for mankind. bil Maruf wa Munkar billah. You enjoin what is good, you forbid what is evil. And you believe in Allah Azza wa One ayah. Another ayah. Allah Azza wa says, "وَكَذَلِكَ جَعَلْنَاكُمْ Wasata. And thus, we have made you an ummah that is just. Wasat means just. شُهَدَاءَ عَلَى النَّاسِ. So you become a witnesses over all mankind. Note the similarity here. النَّاسُ, خِرْجَةَ للنَّاسِ, delivered for mankind. شهداء على الناس Witnesses over mankind لتكونوا شهداء على الناس ويكون الرسول عليكم شهيدة. And the Prophet وسلم, the Messenger, will be a witness over you. In another ayah that talks about the same issue where it says وَلْتَكُنْ مِنْكُمْ أُمَّةِ And there must be among you an ummah which means you must grow up to become an Ummah or to be part of your Ummah Ta'amuru bin Ma'roof Wa tanhaa al-munkar So you will takun minkum Ummatun Ya'amuruna bin Ma'roof Wa yanhauna al-munkar Wa yad'una l And you make the da'wah for Allah Azza wa Jal The issue here Is that Allah Azza wa Jal is talking about A global objective Of this whole creation That Allah when he made a creation, he had people throughout the history of mankind. He sent messengers, he sent the prophets, he revealed books, he revealed uh, accountability regulations and protocols for people to live by for one and only one reason. So people can live in a fair life in the, according to the standards of Allah And that was explained in another ayah where Allah says, We have designated our messengers, and we gave them clear signs and clear ideas and evidences. We gave them the book. وَالْمِيزَانِ And scales. For what reason? So people can live in justice. So today, when we look at the situation of the Ummah, and this Ummah which is beyond us, here in this masjid, we are a few people, but we belong to 1.8 billion people. That makes up the skeleton of this ummah. That's the skeleton of the Ummah, which is the everybody who believes in Allah Azza wa Jal and Muhammad is part of this Ummah. In theory. In theory. Now, when we look at the ayat where Allah says kuntum or he says, kuntum khayra you have been delivered. So there is a process of deliverance. So you have a deliverable. Now, in all of our work, sometimes you say you you have a project, you work on a project, and this project has deliverable. You need to deliver something. You deliver hardware, you deliver software, you deliver mail, you deliver uh, products. It's something you have to deliver. You need the tools to deliver. And then once you deliver a certain Product, if you will, that product must have a functionality. You can't simply deliver to me a computer that doesn't work or a computer that doesn't have the software. You can't do that. In order to deliver, you deliver a product that carries a functionality that Allah wants. So the deliverable here is the ummah. In fact, Rabi' ibn Amr, one of the Sahaba of the Prophet, sallallahu Explain this in a few words. When he was asked by one of the leaders of the Persians, who one of the kings who belonged to the Tsar of Persia, he asked this man, a messenger of the army of Islam, his name Rebay ibn Amir, What is it that have brought you, or let me use even the word, what is it that had delivered you from the deserts of Arabia, from Mecca or Medina, to come all the way to Persia? and then to the Roman Empire. So this man, he says, Allah أخرجنا. Allah delivered us. So he understood this ayah. Allah delivered us. For what reason? To bring the people out of slavery to one another. رب العباد. From عبودية العباد إلى عبودية رَبِّ الْعِبَادِ From being slave to the capitalist, to the banks, to the uh, interest-making people, to the masters of the world, to the slavery of Allah Azza wa Allah delivered us. النور, from the darknesses they are indulged in to the light that Allah Azza wa provided for all humanity. وَمِنْ ظلم الاديان إلى عدل الإسلام, From the oppression practiced by systems and by religions and by all types of regulations and laws and all types of rules that are imposed upon people with, with oppression being built in to the justice of Islam. That's the deliverance and that's the objective. Who is delivered? The Ummah. For what reason? In simple term, to provide justice for the people. What is it that I need in my life? When I work, when I make relations, when I get married, when I have children. Well, at the end of the day, I'm looking for a just way of living and justice cannot be relative, cannot be relative. Justice has to be absolute based on someone who is not biased. You cannot set the terms of justice for me because inherently, inherently you don't have what it takes to provide the, the ground and the background and infrastructure for justice. You cannot because you are biased by, by, by creation. You have your instincts, you have your needs, you have your relatives, you have your uh, biases toward your money, toward your home, toward your husband, toward your wife, your husband, your children, your family, your tribe. We have all types of biases. You need someone, someone who doesn't have any of these biases. Biases. Allah, Ahad, unique. Samad, doesn't depend on anyone. لم يلد, doesn't have children. لم يولد, doesn't have parents. لم يقول له أحد. He doesn't have any equivalent. That's someone who does not have inherent biases. So the justice that we are talking about is a justice that does not have inherent bias. And it's Allah Azza wa who created all. Allah who created all and he made us of different tribes, different colors, different tongues, different looks. He did that. But he wants everybody to live according to a certain just term, the terms of justice. So now... Allah Azza he delivered this Ummah. So let's say now, Allah Azza first he had messengers, he sent all the messengers all the way until Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. At the time after Muhammad, Allah Azza stopped sending messengers. He said, now I want this Ummah that believed in Allah and Muhammad Sallallahu to be responsible, to be responsible for the well-being of the people. For the well-being of the people. You were delivered in the best manner it can be delivered. You have all what it takes. You have all what it takes. However, you have to have certain functionalities. bil Maruf, You should be able to enjoy what's good. You should be able to stop the evil and forbid the evil. You must have that capability. And you must be absolutely believing in Allah Azza wa the one who provided you this status of being the delivered nation for mankind, the delivered Ummah. I should not use the word nation. The delivered Ummah for mankind. In brief, the skeleton of this Ummah, and let me use some terms, technological terms, the hardware, if you will, is there. The hardware, us, the people. We have brains, we have our hands, we have our tools. We are the hardware. Allah Azza wa did that. And he installed in us what it takes an ummah to be an ummah. A belief in Allah Azza wa Jal. Call this like those who understand technology, the firmware, if you will, built. Allah gave us this firmware from Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the Aqeedah of Islam, the Quran, the book. We have that. But as an Ummah, as an Ummah, we are not able, we are not able. To deliver the justice that we are supposed to deliver for mankind. There is an issue. What is it? Now, when I say that, anyone who wants to argue with this, I'll say, just look at what's happening in Kashmir. Just look at the Rohingyas of the Muslims. Just look at the war in the Ukraine, which is a war out of nothing, out of no reason, was created in order to benefit this guy or that guy or to make some certain turbulence in the world, so someone can become superior and someone inferior. No justice. Almost 12 million people evacuated out of their homes. These are people. I'm not talking about Muslims because Allah is talking about people in general. Look at Syria. More than 10 million people wandering around the world. Refugees in Europe, in America, in this, in the, within their own lands. Look at Libya, look at Yemen. Look at all over the world. The, there exists anything but justice. Look at the financial system. When the Fed Reserve Federal Reserve Bank issues more than $20 trillion over two years, inflates all prices, people today cannot afford to buy what they were able to, to afford to buy two years ago. People are losing their businesses. Why? Because someone is becoming rich at the expense of others. There is no justice. In other words, we as an ummah, the one who are responsible to deliver this justice, we are unable to deliver that, neither for us as Muslims nor for the rest of the world. So we are failing, failing to provide the functionalities that Allah Azza created us and delivered us and made us a best ummah. Best ummah with what? Best ummah with the, the Prophet ﷺ, Best ummah with the Qur'an that is the... the the over-dominant over all the books that had been revealed before. this Ummah, because he gave us all the scales that you need to measure what is right, what is wrong, so he gave us all the tools. But the truth of the matter, this Ummah has failed so far to deliver any of these functionalities. What's going on? What is happening? Well, let me go back to redefine the word Ummah one more time. Allah talked about Ibrahim عليه السلام. He said, Inna Ibrahim Ummatan. Ibrahim alayhi السلام was an ummah. Indivisible. An ummah is an indivisible unit. It's a unit that's indivisible. That's not broken into pieces. If you break it into pieces, had have, have you been able to break Ibrahim, peace be upon him, into sub-pieces, he will no longer become an ummah. An ummah is a unit. And this unit needs glue to unite it. needs something just like in networks, in computer networks, you need protocols, you need Ethernet, you need Internet, you need all types of tools to make it a network, to work as one unit. If you have all your computers in the world and you don't have the network that can communicate connect it, you will not be able to deliver what a network is supposed to deliver. And Ummah, if you break this Ummah, If you break the unity of this Ummah, if you make this Ummah scattered in almost 150 or almost 54 states, Pakistan, Bangladesh, uh, uh, Indonesia, Malaysia, Jordan, Syria, Egypt, Saudi Arabia, keep counting, Turkey, Persia, Iran, that's not an Ummah. That's not an Ummah. That is fractured Ummah. A fractured Ummah, just like a fractured network cannot deliver what it's supposed to deliver. An Ummah to be able to deliver what an Ummah is supposed to deliver must be a unit. That's number one. That's number one. You need your the unity of the Ummah, that this Ummah does not have multiple fractures of it, and then you tell me that's an Ummah. That's not an Ummah. Number two, in order the Ummah to deliver the justice for all mankind, and this is its functionality. That's the functionality of this Ummah by Allah Azza wa Jal. He defined that, not me. He defined that in the ayat that I revealed. We have made you an Ummah that carries justice inherently so that you can become a witness over mankind. Witness for what? Witness so that you can stop the aggression on Ukraine and you can stop the United States uh, dealing and wheeling with Russia so that it can control the rest of the world you have to be the witness to see what is right, what's wrong and make sure that you can make the standards of what's right and what's wrong you need to have what it takes to deliver that and again let me keep using the examples of computer I am a computerist, that's why so if you were a businessman probably you will stand here and give examples from your uh, own knowledge if you have the whole computer thing, but you don't have the right software installed, can you do anything with it? No. Even if you buy it, you get it, but then you disable it, or it has bugs. It's not going to work. You will not be able to deliver what you are supposed to, be, to deliver. And today, that type of software for the Ummah is the Islamic systems, implementation of a system. You need this Ummah to be a unit on top of that unit, there is a sultan. There has to be a sultan. There has to be sovereignty. There has to be someone who can rule this ummah and move it to carry objectives. You cannot carry objectives with a cattle of sheep or cows without a shepherd. You cannot do that. They will sc- scatter around the mountains and you will not be able to get not even a liter of milk of that. Not a bottle of milk. You, you will not be able to do that. This Ummah, to be able to deliver what it was supposed to deliver, it must have the systems of, of justice, the economic systems, the social systems, the political systems, the ones that make all the people live in fairness. Everybody gets what he's supposed to get. Everybody lives according to what he is supposed to live. Everybody, no one dominates the cycle of people or the minds of people or the hearts of people, or the emotions of people, all of these have to be completely devoted to Allah Azza wa No one should overrule anyone else without the justice of Allah Azza wa And all of these systems that exist in our world, capitalism, socialism, nationalism, Americanism, Russianism, all of these issues are nothing but oppression. Nothing but oppression. You can testify to that All read any newspaper, any news, anytime, any time, any minute of the day whenever you open any page there is only oppression killing uh, exploitations uh, poverty etc 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 you become depressed just looking at the news on any time at any time of the day so what the conclusion here is there is an ummah that is responsible for making the people live in justice Allah Azza wa Jal designated it And this Ummah fails to carry its objectives and to deliver the functionalities that it was supposed to. And the reasons for that, the Ummah is fractured, is not a single unit. And the reason for that, the systems that, or the tools, let me call them, because sometimes some people they say this brother is talking beyond our heads, systems, uh, protocols, just tools, things that you have to use in order to make justice in the world. You need certain implementation. You need the tools. You have these. But we are not using them. The Ummah has stopped using its tools. The only tools we are using today are just like the lubrications we use for our engines and cars. We just fasted Ramadan. It's a lubricative. We make our self feel good about our Islam. We love that. We love that. We did it in in the most harmonious manner in the last month, didn't we? But that's it. And today we come here to prayer. We pray. Look, Allah Azza wa Jal, He asked us to pray, to fast, to make zakah, all of this to get us ready, to get us ready to implement our objectives, to achieve the objectives, to deliver, to carry the functionalities. That's not a goal in itself. The ultimate goal that Allah Azza wa Jal defined in the Quran. I did not define it. Probably if I were to define it, I will never reach that, that conclusion. None of us will be able. Allah Azza wa Jal did. He, again, let me repeat the ayah and I will conclude. لَقَدْ أَرْسَلْنَا Pay attention. This is what the objective. Why we pray, why we fast, why we make zakah, why we are good, why we have good morals. For what? There is a reason behind that. That's not the objective. These are the tools. These are the things that enable us to carry our task. And what is that task? We have sent our messengers. Bil bayinat. Bayinat means with clear evidences that defines what's right, what's wrong. We gave them the book. Each one of these prophets, we gave them a book. Al-Injil, Al-Tawrah, Al-Zabur, Al-Quran. These are books. And finally, of course, the Qur'an is the final. وَالْمِيزَانِ There is a scale. These prophets and messengers, they have scales to say what is right, what is wrong. Like the Prophet what are, are, are his scales? His seerah and his sunnah. That explained everything. Why? Why? Not for the people to pray. Prayer has to be part of the infrastructure of the ummah the skeleton of the Ummah, the makeup of the Ummah. But all of this for what? What is this series of so many prophets and messengers and books and mizan and 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 what is it? لِيَقُومَ النَّاسُ So people can live in justice. People. The objective of all prophethood, of all book revelation, of all scale revelation has not been achieved. It's being aborted. People are not living in justice, in defiance of what Allah wanted. We are not carrying our task. We as an ummah, we are preparing ourselves, lubricating ourselves, building our mentalities. But we are not using all of this in order to achieve what Allah wanted to achieve. We may not like this. Because we love to hear that Alhamdulillah I just finished Ramadan May Allah make me one of those who are Accepted in Ramadan and I go to Jannah It doesn't work like that It doesn't work Allah wants you to fast Ramadan So you become ready to carry the real task كُتِبْ You have been ordered to fast So you may attain the taqwa that you need in carrying your tasks, you need. The, wh- why do I need the taqwa of Allah Azza wa Why do I need to fear Allah Azza wa all the time? Why do I need to uh, to be aware of Allah, of my servitude, servitude to Allah Azza wa Why do I need that? Allah says, "Okay, I gave you fasting, so you, I will enable you to attain the taqwa." But why? Where do I use this taqwa? I use it in carrying the objectives that Allah Azza wa wanted me to carry, and the ultimate objective. Is to be witnesses over all mankind. Why Allah made us the best Ummah, gave us the best messenger, the final and the best messenger. Why he gave us the Quran, the dominant Quran over all books, he had all the Sharia that you need. Why? And he said, Okay, I hand it to you. And the Prophet did all what it takes to deliver you, just like Ribi ibn Umar said. He never slept without completing his task. He was able to build an ummah. So Allah Azza wa He gave us the best messenger, the best book to deliver us. But we are not being delivered. We continue to be subjugated to America, to Britain, to Russia, to China, to the world. We have not been able to build our strength, our power, our technology, our knowledge in order to disseminate to the world and to disseminate the sharia and the rules and the laws. Today, America cries everywhere in the world Oh, Russia is not democratic. We have to go and fight Russia and make all trouble to them and punishments because they don't work by democracy. Heck with democracy. Democracy is man-made system. Who is today is crying out, let's do Allah-given system. The system given by Allah Azza Who's standing behind that? Who's trying to push that forward? And you, after we are done here, someone says, Oh, this khatib is talking politics. Just dismiss it with one word. This is not politics. This is Islam. All I have said here and quoted are ayat from the Quran. I say this <laughs> rabbil alamin. alhamdulillah. May Allah accept our deeds and your deeds. May Allah Azza wa Jalla accept our fasting and prayers and enable us to use all of these prayers, fasting, irbadat, to increase our strength and power and momentum, so we can see what is ahead of us, and we can work as hard as possible to receive the absolute and complete satisfaction of Allah Azza wa Jal for us, to enable us to become some of those who win, his jannah on the day of judgment. اللهم إني أسألك في هذا اليوم العظيم أن لا تدعى لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا سيئة إلا محوتها ولا خطيئة إلا وضعتها يا رب العالمين. اللهم اغفر لنا الذنوب التي تهتك العصم. اللهم اغفر لنا الذنوب التي تبدل النعم. اللهم اغفر لنا الذنوب التي تجلب النقم. اللهم اغفر لنا الذنوب التي تحبس الدعاء. واغفر لنا الذنوب التي تقطع الرجاء. واغفر لنا الذنوب التي تنزل البلاء اللهم إنا نسألك بكل اسم سميته نفسك يا عزيز يا غفار يا حكيم يا منتقم يا جبار أن تنصر هذه الأمة الإسلامية وأن توفقها وأن توحد كلمتها يا رب العالمين وأن تجمعها على رجل واحد خليفة إمام يحكمها بكتابك وسنة نبيك يا رب العالمين ترفع فيها راية الجهاد في سبيلك يؤمر فيها بالمعروف وينهى فيه عن المنكر ويحقق فيها القسط والعدل للناس جميعا يا رب العالمين وصل اللهم على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت وسلمت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد وكم okay. السلام.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran Tafsir, and Tira are available at IslamPodcasts.com as well as on iTunes.